income generation. That's what it's yeah. about for us here now. Got any ideas? Yeah, I've got a really, really good idea. Go on. Uh, well, I've been seeing what people do, and they start these YouTube channels and get fantastic sponsorship. Mm. So I thought what I could do is start my own YouTube channel. Uh, and basically, um, you know, kind of hair and beauty, <laughs> you know, what my regime is, <laughs> how that would inspire people. Yeah. It's hard okay. to know how you make a regular item of like, well, shave and shower. But I think yeah. the, the very simplicity of it will be freeing for a lot of our listeners. I think what's interesting there is you have neither hair nor beauty. Yeah. And yeah. That could be a challenge. I haven't thought it through completely, I must admit. Anyway, let's make a fortune doing this show. <laughs> Episode 110, Easter. Oh, thanks for reminding me. I was just about to launch into the... No, I'm know. just... No, because you're so useless at intros. <laughs> I was just helping you, reminding you. Anyway, I'll sit quiet. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode... What was it? 110. Oh. Episode 110. Easter. Easter. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. It's, this is going out on uh, Easter Saturday. Great. Most important day, I think, for us. Strange way. It's a very interesting day, isn't it? Well, we'll talk about that. Happy Easter um, is a weird thing to say as well. It's a bit like saying Happy Death Day, in a way. No, you're saying Happy Resurrection Day. Well, that would be a more positive spin on it. Well, isn't Easter a a play in two acts? I mean, you you shouldn't really, you know, have one without the other. We've gone into the series bit quite early. Yeah, I know. Well, let's stop. Let's let's pause that because I think it's interesting to think about that. Um, anyway, how are you? <laughs> well, you know, I'm all right. I think uh, there's uh, there's uh, you know stuff going on as always. Yes, I'd, yes. I'd like to say I'm concentrating, but actually, I probably am concentrating a bit better because I've, I've got no choice. I've I've had quite a lot of work come in uh so i have to do it of which i'm extremely grateful in some ways because so many friends are struggling at this time as you know so i'm grateful for any bits that one does get yeah that's about it really yeah yeah moving along and missing seeing people of course a lot are you are you more cheerful or not necessarily cheerful. Are you, be- are you in a better place than you were I last d- week? Yeah, I think I am. I think I am because, you know, the sun's shining and we're recording yeah. this in a strange time. Four o'clock in the yeah. afternoon on Monday, Thursday. I mean, that's weird, isn't it? Yes, I know. And the reason you did... That was your choice because you wanted, in in an utterly sort of unlikely scenario for this podcast, to make it topical and relevant as possible. <laughs> well, I did think it was Easter and all that stuff. <laughs> well, I know, but before that, you're saying, what, with all the corona stuff, you know, we should yeah. we should record closer to the date to make it, you know, yeah. topical. Well, it's just that uh, 24 hours is a long time in this coronavirus world of ours. And if you record on a Tuesday and leave a massive gap, who knows what's yeah. happened in the meantime? So that was the thing. To counter that, I would say, when has this podcast ever been <laughs> topical or relevant? <laughs> yeah, I didn't think that was the point you, at all. You raise an interesting point, <laughs> my lad. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, well, OK, goodbye. You, well, listen, how are you, better. my friend? How are you? I am, I am so deeply um, 
bongoed off. I am very really at the moment. I am I, genuinely. On. I'm very grumpy because I've just had my insur my travel insurance claim turned down. Of course, what? for my holiday, as uh, claiming for the villa. Because obviously, yeah. there's a, there are clauses in there to say that basically, like most travel insurance documents, there are clauses in there to say that you know, like uh, this, this, the, the, all claims uh, will yeah. be turned down if we don't like them. Yes, yeah. yeah. In the event of a claim, you won't get yes. it. In <laughs> yeah, the event, in the, in the event of us having to pay anything, <laughs> yeah, tough. It won't happen. <laughs> That's so, dreadful. Yeah. How how can uh, they? On what basis? Have they turned you down? Um, I mean, because just... you're only there are limited amount of reasons that you can cancel a holiday, yeah. and they don't include the entire country being in lockdown, and nor indeed the Foreign and Commonwealth Office telling you not to go or anything like that. They don't include any. It's basically, you know, that's because really... it's an event of that magnitude. They can't do it, but you know. Yeah. Well, I was. Well, I'm sorry, my friend, because that actually really does suck, and uh, that's. It is a wrong. bit of a pain. I told Claire, and she said, "Well, the Lord giveth, and the Lord taketh away." Did and she? I said, "I wouldn't mind if the Lord had taketh it away." But it is, in fact, a GS insurance who have taketh it away. And yeah, I don't exactly. think they are worthy of honour. <laughs> no, exactly. Not the same honour, anyway. But other than that, it's, it's such a lovely day. I've just been out for a long walk with the dog. Um, it was really nice. Yeah. Well, you know, and um, hasn't the, isn't the garden a blessing? My heart goes yes. out to people that don't have the privilege of having a bit of escape to a garden yes. it must, it must be, be so difficult must be awful i hope two things people don't get silly and congregate but also that councils and people like that don't overreact if you shut down parks it can be a nightmare yeah. for people where are you supposed to go i don't i don't see that's a problem but again i'm hating that thing on facebook where the sort of you know police uh, oh. <laughs> self-appointed police are grassing on everyone i saw these idiots you know yes are, you know seriously it's it's a, it's a yeah. slippery slope all that i don't like well, that i know i know it's on other good. good news though okay yes. so what's happening at the moment is the bbc mm-hmm. at the moment and uh, it'll it'll still be going when this podcast comes out yeah. uh, the bbc are um streaming a replay of the test match, the third test match at Headingley from last year, the Ashes Test. Oh, ben, yes, Ben Stokes, Excellent. which we were talking about last night and we were. last time. And I was, I was wondering whether I was right to say the series was drawn, but it was drawn. Yes, no, yeah, yes, yes, no. It's me that cast that doubt. Sorry, yes, you're absolutely right. But really, we won. Well, we won morally. We established that last time, spiritually, morally, ethically. Heroically. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm just learning from the leader of the free world. We actually won. <laughs> Get over it. <laughs> hey. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so that's good. Also, thank you for putting me on to uh, One Man, Two Governors. Oh, Th- yeah. Had a thoroughly enjoyable Saturday night. It's I'm, so I'll good, be honest, the first five minutes, I thought, I'm not sure I'm going to enjoy this. Yes, this kind yes. of 60s farce. The humour seemed a bit off. The kind yes. Of, I, didn't, yes. I wasn't sure. And then Corden came on, and of course, that's it, isn't it? It's, it and it, the music it was, was a bit great. like that, wasn't it? Yeah, the first, yeah. It, and, and they almost, um, I saw an interview with them about it, and they almost did it deliberately. Yeah, they I can imagine. They deliberately did that opening in order to get the bigger impact. Yes. When, when uh, you know, he comes on and the, and the whole thing shifts into another yeah. kind of thing oh, entirely. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, it's uh, extraordinary. Very good. Some good. great songs there as well. Really enjoyed that. Hey, listen. Now, yeah. Mr. Historian, I've got a fun mm. historical fact. You probably know, but you might not. So hot cross buns, my friend. Mm. Hot mm. cross buns. Did you know that the quarters 
are, are represented the moon and its four quarters. So if you have a hot cross bun, basically what you're saying is you're just a pagan. I thought you'd like that. So did you know that very, very few things make me angrier than fun historical <laughs> facts? I didn't. On the grounds that <laughs> But I'm are, not surprised. <laughs> they are... Never fun and rarely historical and often not facts. And that is one of, <laughs> that is one of them. Because I knew you, this was coming up. I knew we were going to do this. No, so no, went, no, but you don't I like me knowing up. something that you didn't know about okay. history. Well, here's the thing. Let me just look it up, shall I? Shall yes. I look it up? I've got a keyboard here. Right. I'm no, gonna... I'll look it up as well. Oxford English Dictionary. Yeah. First mention of hot cross buns, 1733. Yeah. One a penny, two a penny hot cross buns. Linked with Good Friday. Nothing to do with the moon, nothing to do no, with paganism. No no no, 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 just nonsense. Don't look it up on some ridiculous no, heart pagan site. It's because not that's just a nonsense. pagan site. It's the Celtic Wheel of the Year by the much-respected author Tess Ward, a Celtic and Christian season of prayers, where we're talking about Easter at the moment, not surprisingly, because it is, in fact, Easter, and we're learning the origins of it. And the, the truth is, Easter, Christians kind of just kind of muscled in oh, on existing so... festivals and that's okay this is such rubbish no it's not it's no, just it rubbish is. joe <laughs> look you're just it's grumpy not... <laughs> i know because i'm dealing with all this at the moment writing the christmas book with all this pagan doodah nonsense is it, it's, <laughs> it's just the same nonsense. with christmas easter easter is is set there because of passover it's got nothing to do with the pagan festival no, but, and, and why is passover set there is it something to do with the moon in its origin? Is it something to do with spring or the year or the or, or well, when the full moon is? Well, that's very possible. But the fact that that, that, that yes, is the thing is. that people say that's the, I don't know. But the fact is that it, that's not why the Jews did it later on. No, that's not why we do it now. So the idea it doesn't matter. I don't care if some pagan somewhere is going. Oh, you know, of course, buns, sign of the moon, and now I'm going to go and dance naked around the stone that I've got set up in my garden. You yeah. can do what you like. Actually, Thank no, you, you shouldn't. You shouldn't do what you like. It, you, if you, unless you are actually actively sacrificing goats, you have no justification to call yourself a pagan. I, you know, that's that's, that's the just the seagulls count. Yeah, <laughs> bulls or goats, you know. But anything, unless you're sacrificing animals, you can't be a pagan. That's my view. You're not a proper pagan. But no, but it doesn't matter really because that's not why we do it now. No, I wasn't saying it was. I was just saying. That you know, it's you. You see a hot cross bun, you automatically think that's nice. They put the sign of a cross on the bun. They did. So that is what it's so about. Religious. How lovely! What if buns predate the Christians? They Nazi? don't. What if buns existed before Christianity? Buns. We're not talking about buns, are we? We're <laughs> we talking, are talking about hot just... cross buns. Exactly. The first mention. The first mention of hot cross buns, 1733, in conjunction with Good Friday. They do not predate Christianity. Right. They do not predate Easter. They are not some pagan symbol. Don't get me going on the Celts because so much rubbish is talked about them as well. Oh, I could, I'm could. i going to add you to insurance salesman now. Nick, think yes. of your blood pressure. I am. I'm not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. you, just, you did that deliberately. I really did. <laughs> <laughs> You're so annoying. Oh, it's great. Listen... On a far more important topic of hot cross yes. buns, and I, I assume this uh, this counts as uh, essential shopping, that in recent years, have you noticed the trend 
is to have like flavoured hot cross buns. It's not just hot yeah. cross buns. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, you can get like orange and chocolate ones and oh, various. Yeah. Oh man, they're good. So they you are. Know. I accidentally, and it was accidentally. I thought they were normal ones. Bought some ones with sort of Belgian chocolate in. Oh, come they on. were really good. I'm sure the chocolate represents something deeply spiritual. A deeply well. pagan. <laughs> anyway. Thank you. We had a, a reasonably <laughs> underwhelming response to, <laughs> to uh, the request for films, oh, Midway's Crisis Films. I, well, we no, we didn't, I mean, for those that, that wrote in, thank you. But if we're hoping and praying that we have 17 listeners, mm. less than half of them wrote in. That's all I'm saying. I'm, I, I mean, I, you know, I'll leave it to the others by, conscious. Yeah. That's all, you know, you know. But here we go. Shall we? Go on then. Can I? Okay, so Malcolm said, obvious film, local hero, and he says, wonderful. The warmth of the storyline, the music, the gentle humour, the scenery, etc., etc. So that was great. Ian said, a river runs through it. I generally can't bear watching films more than once, but this one I could watch any number of times, and it has so much about family, love, manhood, fatherhood, and it is just beautiful. And of course, yeah. Martin, and I knew someone would say it's contagion. Is there ever <laughs> is there ever a good time to watch a film about a global health pandemic? Groundhog Day, haven't we wished, uh, always wished that every day was a Saturday? And Mad Max, things can only get better. That was three <laughs> from Martin, but a, a good three. Yeah, yeah Mad Max is uh, yeah, it's more of a documentary at the moment, isn't it? So... Did you see the last Mad Max film, the new one? Uh, yes. Yeah, it was good, wasn't it? it was, uh, I thought it was brilliant. And yeah, have you yeah. ever seen it in, uh, there's a black and white version? No. And it looks astonishing in black and white. Does it? Yeah, it looks amazing. Oh, okay. It, it had, um, what's his name, Tom Hardy in, didn't it? Yeah. He, it, once again, you couldn't understand a word he was saying. He, he's the new Marlon Brando. <laughs> you just can't understand. Good. Anyway. Okay, and then, um, well, Tim wrote, uh, wrote in quite a long email, actually, about Pleasantville. And, in fact, he wrote so eloquently about Pleasantville mm. um, that I thought I should uh, I should watch it again. He says, surely the ultimate mid-faith movie set in the fictitious 1950s black and white, uh, white picket fence town of Pleasantville, which has just been invaded by two modern-day siblings, David and Jennifer. Things are changing. There's no going back. It's unsettling and exciting. No one ends up where they started or followed the same script they've been stuck in for years. So that was, yeah. No, that sounds good. good. I haven't yeah. seen that. I, I have seen it, but I, it's one of those films I just kind of forgot about. It didn't really mm. make much of an impact, but obviously it's a favourite of Tim's, so that's good. And then um, Dave uh, says this. Uh, uh, he says, one film that I think you might like is a mockumentary that came out a couple of years ago called Kenny. It's about an Australian chap who runs his own business hiring out portaloos. There's no real plot to speak of, but it's a joy to spend some time in Kenny's company. He's one of life's nice people, and best of all, it's quite short. And then Very he good. said he'd lend me the DVD. So I accept. I'd like that because I uh, couldn't seem to see it on any of the streaming sites. So, Dave, if you want to lend me the DVD, that'd be great. Uh, oh, good. So there we go. I think that's hey, it. That could, yeah, it's, it's not the most comprehensive list in the world, isn't it? I'm sure we can do better. So, yeah, do send in uh, films you've been enjoying and any that you think other listeners of a mid-faith crisis persuasion would enjoy. Joe at midfaithcrisis.org, as if you need reminding. Uh, there's another play on tonight. Is there? I think it's Jane Eyre. Oh, uh, from yeah. The National. Yeah. Not uh, sure. Have I, have I taxed your you, play watching Do you know what? You were right on it with One Man, Two Governors. Yeah, I but thought Jane you'd like Eyre. That, yeah. All right. 
Okay. Uh, have you got any services on over Easter? Should we move on to Easter? Yes. What are you going to do for Easter? What are you going to do on Easter well, morning, that's Joe? That's a very good question because, um, firstly, as an act of witness, I'm going to go out at sunrise and mm. I'm going to clap loudly and bang saucepans loudly <laughs> as an act of witness to the neighbourhood. That's something I like to do because I think yeah, if that's great. I think if evangelism is true evangelism, it should always be slightly embarrassing. Uh, for everyone and and make other people genuinely upset and angry and uh, yes upset and angry or just deeply uncomfortable one of like those fun historical facts <laughs> like fun historical facts exactly like that because we should be trying to annoy people into the <laughs> kingdom of god i've always thought and that has really been the key key to much of my evangelism in the past <laughs> so yeah but all joking aside i mean it's a horrible time to not be in your community because there is something about these festivals you know being all together as a community singing together shut the festal shout christ is risen you know it's it's all good stuff so uh, yeah i mean it's it's a it's a real loss and it's strange um to not be doing that really missing the people that said i did think i'd facebook live uh, a few little thoughts or readings in fact maybe a poem in fact a blessing from the celtic wheel of the year which has such reliable fun-filled facts in uh, here we go um, no, but it's the prayers and the blessings you would genuinely love. I am quite certain of that. So, um, yeah, that's what I'm doing, I think. Uh, what are you doing? Well, um, we've just recorded a, um, a tenebrae service for tonight, which is uh, the service where you um, you blow out the candles. You have a series of readings. It's about the sort of um, Jesus' arrest or the Last Supper kind of thing. And and you um, you have a number of sort of readings linked to shadows, so the shadow of betrayal or the shadow of uh, death and all this kind of thing. And each time you blow out a candle, yeah. And then you and then you normally end with the church in darkness, but just with one candle yeah. relit as a sign of hope. And obviously the church is known, so we recorded it each individually, um, or not individually, all on what's it called Zoom? Zoom, yep, yep. All by candlelight. Brilliant. And and I have to say. It it was really moving. Great. Yeah, you... just doing it with other people and the the readings. That we, we recorded it as it were live, you know, so everybody read the reading and then blew out the candle. And even though they're, they're on a screen somewhere, it, I just found it remarkably moving. So can we see this? Can I see it? Can um, If I can find a link, I don't know whether how long it's going to stay up for because it'll be on our church website. But if I can find a link, I'll, I'll put it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah too. Yeah. That'd be really interesting. Yeah, we've done a similar thing in Soul Place. We, um, we've, we've done that each Monday, Thursday. So today yeah. we're, we're not doing it, which is a shame. But we are all meeting on Zoom. Right. Yeah. Well, well, here's the thing. If you meet on Zoom, do it by candlelight. It's so lovely. Yeah. That's a really interesting thought. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we're doing that. And then I think there's a Good Friday reflection tomorrow. And, um, uh, and then there's Easter Saturday, which is always... A strange day, uh, isn't it? Isn't it? But just, just so powerful. I'll say more about that in a minute. But I, I think, I think if ever there is a year to really recover the full meaning of Easter Saturday, the uncertainty, mm. the darkness, the mm. what's coming nextness of it all, <laughs> it's this year. Uh, for well, me. and I also ought to say that I wrote some Easter prayers on um, uh, for Open Doors, which are on our website as well, and that includes a prayer for Easter Saturday as well. So, oh great! Can um, you put that up? Because I well? thought it was a relevant thing. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. Thank you. Um, Brilliant. Yeah. So that's what I'm doing. Great. Well, there you are. You're a good man. So Easter. 
And we're not going to prolong this because, you know, this would ordinarily be a time for great wisdom and insight into the Easter story. But it's us. And you're <laughs> angry nothing. with the insurance company and me <laughs> and Tess Ward, who you've never even met. <laughs> I might have. Oh, OK. Oh, well, yeah. Sorry, know, Tess, if you're Pete, listening, so. Tess. And if anyone out there, actually, all joking apart, if you have a hot cross bun oh, recipe... Please. That predates 1730, oh. whatever it is, and you know, has pagan origins. Do send it in to me because I'd like to cook some for Nick <laughs> and then shove them down his self satisfied face. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm now going to find you the earliest recipe. <laughs> Good, you do uh, that, and you, I'm going to force you to cook it. <laughs> but listen, I mean, I think Easter of uh, probably the last I don't know how many years has meant much more to me than Christmas has. Yeah. Christmas, for all the reasons we discussed at Christmas, you, you know, the kind of overly romantic nativities, the kind of, you know, what of this is literal, what of it is not, and what am I allowed to say about that, and all that stuff, kind of. And, and the sheer commercialism of it and the fact you can't escape a lot of the time the present giving and, you know, some of the excesses of that whole thing kind of puts me off whereas I always think Easter this is our gig this you know for those of us who call ourselves followers of Jesus this feels like territory we can really embrace and reclaim and mm. all the rest of it and I just feel like the themes the themes are as relevant now as they ever have been the abuse mm. of authority betrayal you know the loneliness of Jesus being misunderstood despair hope there's a whole narrative about letting go of control which I think is so relevant and important and yeah, the Easter Saturday thing. What 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 happens when disaster has struck? There's darkness all around, and you're in a tomb, and and you don't see light yet. You know that's mm. a really powerful metaphor. I think it's interesting that we've done so many episodes on death, and certainly from the feedback we've had, they have been well received, and and, and I feel I've learnt a lot from listeners who've been writing into us about that, and and Easter is all about death, actually. It's, I mean, joyfully, it's about resurrection too. But it really is about how we embrace death. And I think, I suppose what I was wanting to say about it all, for me, looking beyond just the sort of normal thing, uh, kind of evangelical way we perhaps used to look at it, I'm not saying it's not important, but, you know, that that, you know, there on a cross, Jesus died for us and he was mm. laid in a tomb and three days later uh, he was raised from the dead and whoopee that we're going to be raised from the dead and when, when we die, we're not going to die, we're going to go to heaven and be... You know, like that's, that's good enough, that's good. But what if there's many more layers of meaning to that story, to, to the whole narrative, in fact, of um, the Holy Week? And I suppose I'm I'm seeing more and more of that in Easter this year. You know, the continual dying that we do and the continual resurrection that's going on, the, the many ways we need to die to ourself and our dreams and our pleasure and, and control and what we thought was going to happen that doesn't happen and tragedy that strikes in our lives. That's a death. And it's it may be the death of someone we love, but it's also a little bit of death in us when someone we love dies. And then there's resurrection too as we move beyond and through those things i just think there's so so much in this narrative that we can learn about and yes the ultimate 
joy of ultimately nothing can separate us from the love of God, the final enemy being our own deaths, except I don't even think it is an enemy, our own death. I think it's a very natural part of living. Sorry, that all got very serious and you were very quiet, which unnerved me. Um, well, well, I was listening. Oh, thanks. You're good at Un- that. Unusually. Yeah. Um, and I was thinking about it. And I think the thing is, yes, you're right. I think the thing is, it's easy to segment Easter up into mm. chunks. So you yeah. sort of Palm Sunday and, yeah. and uh, you know... Maundy Thursday, and that's one thing, and then Good Friday is another thing, and then you've got the gap. Yeah. You know, nothing happens, and you've got Easter Sunday. And say, as if they were sort of separate events. Yes. Um, but I think one of the things that uh, the liturgy, the classic liturgy, tries to do is to say they're not separate events. So one of the interesting things I think I found out last year, I think it was, is that the the traditional um, mass on Monday Thursday doesn't actually end. There's no blessing at the end of it. Is that right? And it and the idea is that this this whole thing, um, the celebration at that time doesn't con- doesn't conclude. It just pauses, and it's going to resume on Friday. And then for the great vigil, what they, they used to call the great vigil of Easter, and then it concludes mm. on Easter Sunday. All right. Yeah. And so the whole thing is a kind of liturgical retelling yeah, of, no, yeah, of the stories. That's so, that's so good. I mean, I think for the first part of my Christian life, we didn't even really need Easter Sunday. No, it was, it I It was agree. all about Good Friday. It was all it about was. the death of It's all about what Jesus yeah. did on the cross for us and everything. And, and, the, and Easter Sunday was just a kind of happy ever after kind yes, of tag yes. on the end of it. It wasn't seen as integral to the whole... Do you know what I mean? It was yeah. like, oh, and then God raised him because that's what God can do. Oh no, I think that's exactly. A lot of churches just never got further than the foot of the cross. Yeah, and um, I think I didn't really for a long yeah. time. And then you realise that the resurrection life is what it's all about. So I, I think there's a couple of things for me. One is that that it's got much more important to me Easter as I've mm. researched the early church and thought a lot about it and realised that this is the oldest church season. So that the, mm. the the thing between Easter and, and uh, Pentecost, those are the two um, festivals that the church has yeah. celebrated from from its origins, because they're yeah. Jewish festivals yeah. for obvious reasons. So they they you know they did Passover mm. basically, uh, and then and then um, gave it that um, sort of their own meaning. Um, so that it connects you right back with 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 them in the early church, and also I think that understanding that you were talking about there that. that the Easter story is our story. Yeah, it's absolutely. it's not the story yeah. of something that happened to somebody else, and it's 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 also a story that's that's um, retold in any number of ways within the church. It's retold within baptism. So baptism yeah, is all about yeah. oh, the Easter yeah. story. It's just a it's just Easter story with added water, basically. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with a plunge pool, yeah. and um, it's retold in communion. That's yeah. you know every time we 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 retell it, so it's our story as well. And I think that's very relevant at this point as well, where people feel like, yeah. like as you say, we're in a very much an Easter Saturday. We're in that blankness. We're in that tomb, and we're waiting really for life to begin again. And to learn from Jesus how to deal with that, because and the story is not just Saturday. The story is Monday, Thursday. The story is the lead up to from whenever that conscious moment was that Jesus knew 
he was going to his death. I mean, I think we've talked before about, you know, you can chase the sunset, but actually the the wise man turns away from the sun and walks into the darkness, knowing that the sun will rise. And it's so counterintuitive to turn into mm. darkness. But I think there's a real message for us there in this moment of, you know, we're sort of chasing what we know and chasing, you know, and actually to to have the courage to turn around and to walk right into the full darkness of a situation in the belief that the sun will rise. Obviously, sun with an O. Thank you. Thank you. Mm. Um, thank you. That, 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 does, <laughs> that does take, it does take real guts and real courage. And, it, you know, courage is a theme of Easter, doesn't it? Yeah. Does the wise man have a torch? As he's walking into the darkness. <laughs> he, uh, in fairness, can he, put he did his fall phone over on? a bit. <laughs> yeah. oh, he has a torch in one hand and a hot cross bun in the other. <laughs> no, I think, I think, so I think the thing is, this year it is going to be different. What I would urge people to, to do, I suppose, is also remember this year um, in a way because I think it will bring a unique... Yeah. Uh, aspect to it and even though for for many of us it's a very difficult time you know we're losing work mm. and, and all this kind mm. of stuff there's a lot of uncertainty yeah for um, sure i still think you have to kind of we have to hold on to this time in a way and and remember it partly because i think there are lots of people around the world who are always in this kind of environment they're yes, always, exactly they're right. always yeah. in the, the yeah. world of not knowing whether there's going to be new life of of you know not yeah not knowing whether they're ever going to be frankly let yeah. out again all that kind of stuff yeah. so it's it's worth recalling that um and I, and also because i think that god actually has some unique things to say to us at this time yes. as individuals and and communally yeah. about uh, about our faith so, so on on i'm that kind of note, looking forward to it really yeah now on that note mm. of you know they they they're right at the heart of the easter narrative is god doing something wonderful and exceptional and new and creative and all the rest of it i was thinking that the way to sort of maybe Round this particular episode off is is with the encouragement for people to be creative and, mm. and not as a burdensome, you know, another thing to do, which you can't concentrate on. But seriously, if you get a chance on Easter Sunday and, you, you know, you're probably not going to be attending a big mass event. You might be attending it on Zoom or something, I guess. But if you're not doing that, write a poem, journal, paint, create something, write a song. Um, you know, if you're one of those people who've, who've always been saying, I'd love to learn to paint a watercolor or something well paint a watercolor mm. it doesn't doesn't matter what you think just 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 do it because yeah because the divine was and is creative and was doing something creative and beautiful at easter and the spring you know we've got we've got nature itself declaring that death wasn't the final victory the death of winter his new life bursting all around us let that speak to you let that inspire you and create something in you and uh, celebrate that by bringing something to new life, something creative. That was you know, my thought. That was quite serious. That's a nice idea. I'm going to bring mm. another idea in. Do you know what Good. we used to do when I was a kid a long time nope. ago? We used to make an Easter garden. Do you ever remember yes. those? Yeah, there we did. Well, well my mum little... did. Yeah, 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 yeah. make a little garden. Replica. Out of moss and things. Yeah, all kinds yeah. of stuff. Yeah, with the Teletubby coming up out of the two. No, no I don't know. With whatever. <laughs> I think I might make an Easter garden. Go on then. I, I might do that. Well, not now. I'm podcasting. Well, no, but do it afterwards so that I can put a picture of it on the Facebook page. I'm not going to make it public, Joe. Oh. No, because you'll you'll put <laughs> captions on it and do I stupid will. things. You'll 
try and get back to me for the hot cross bun nonsense. Well, you know, who who's really speaking the nonsense there? Listeners, <laughs> you decide. <laughs> anyway, look, don't we want to wish everyone a happy death day? Uh, no, we don't. I want oh, to wish okay. everybody a happy resurrection day. Oh, uh, yeah, well, I want to do that too. Yes. But, you know, no resurrection without death, eh? Oh, he's just so <laughs> Seriously, we do. Thank you, all of you, all of you who have uh, journeyed with us over the last year. Uh, this is this is something new we're facing together now, and it is lovely to have you on board with us. Thanks for the um, for the messages of encouragement as well, mm. and and we do wish you a really a really happy Easter, a really peaceful mm. time, and you know have courage, friends. This isn't going to last. Something new is going to happen. Yeah, so thanks for that. Um, so we'll be back uh, probably in a week's time. I would imagine. Uh, so what else would, are we going to do? I've got nothing else to do. And yeah. um, Joe will be giving us more, and I quote, <laughs> fun historical facts. I can sense I that's shall. going to be... I think that's going to be a feature it's for a now. It's a new feature. I'm going to have to n- refute things every week. Anyway, um, yeah, no, thanks so much for joining us. Have a blessed Easter. We'll yeah. see you soon. Yeah.